0: My guess is that over the past year, you've heard the word resilience or resilient. I'm also guessing that you have heard about the importance of being resilient and building resilience in yourself and in your students. And when I say resilience, I mean being stronger in the face of adversity, being more determined, courageous, creative, and optimistic. All of which have been super easy this year. (laughs) Awkward laugh nope not at all even the thought of resilience can seem impossible
1: and as hard as it might be to even think about building resilience or being a resilient human being right now building resilience resilience is actually one of the primary keys to getting a life that expands beyond being just a teacher today we're talking about building all forms of resilience mental emotional social and physical all of which we need to cultivate, not only inside of our school building, but also outside in our day-to-day life.
0: Marigolds, before you convince yourself that it's way too much work to build resilience, don't worry. We've got to. Today, you'll hear about how simple it can be to build mental, emotional, social, and physical resilience, Now, it's scientifically proven that you can do very little and still build tons of resilience. Welcome to today's episode, Get a Life, Four Opportunities to Expand Beyond Being Just a teacher. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome. I'm Joe Karlovsky.
1: And I'm Jessica Bauer. We're two educators that are obsessed with growth. We're living the beauty of shifting behaviors and taking control of our mindset. And we want to let you in on the magic and continue to bloom together.
0: This podcast is inspired by Jennifer Gonzalez. We believe that everyone needs to find their marigolds. If you can find at least one marigold in your life and stay close to them, you will grow. Find more than one and you will positively thrive.
1: Think of this podcast as a virtual workshop. We'll dig into tips, tools, and advice for personal, professional, and community growth. We share our learning through the lens of an educator because that's what we know, but these tools work for anyone.
0: We'll also invite you to take action because change doesn't happen without it. And the best part of the podcast is that we're doing the work right alongside you. Let's dig in. This is the Marigold Force Podcast. We always start our workshops in this podcast with a cleanse because we want to know where we are at at this very moment so that we know what we might need or what we might not need. We don't want to jump into strategies without pausing to check in with each other first. And since Jesse and I have been batching these podcasts, we've already checked in with each other. But I want to invite you all to pause the podcast for a moment to check in with yourself How are you feeling right now?
1: Do any of these situations sound familiar? You can feel burnout creeping into your bones, Mm. slowing down feels impossible, And weekends are a mixture of go, 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 and yep, more work. If you said, that's me, to one of these scenarios, that's okay. You're going to want to get your hands on a free guide Joel and I created for you, Four Secrets to Fight Teacher Burnout. From clear and healthy boundaries to simple, sustainable systems, this guide will show you the secrets to making this happen. It's a mini manifesto of all of our Miracle Force insights. Head to guide.themarigalforce.com forward slash burnout to grab your free guide. Again, that's guidethemarigoldforcecom forward slash burnout. It's also linked in our show notes.
0: Jesse, today is all about getting a life and seizing opportunities to build resilience. We talked about the four types of resilience, mental, emotional, physical, and social. Could you give us a quick summary of what that means for each type of resilience?
1: Of course. Um, Well, Jane McGonigal in the book, Super Better, talks about how mental resilience is the ability to pay attention and motivate yourself to do something that's difficult. Emotional resilience is the ability to invoke positive emotions when you need them, like optimism, curiosity, or joy. Physical resilience is the ability to face physical challenges. And finally, social resilience is the ability to reach out to others for help when you need it. This also means learning to be the kind of person that others are likely to want to support and encourage.
0: Hmm, That sounds incredible. (laughs) Teachers are realizing, well, I am realizing that we can't control everything. You can't make your life perfect, but you can be the kind of person who, when obstacles pop up or crises hit, has the strength to face them and thrive. The more you practice building resilience, the more it grows and the easier it is to do.
1: Yes, and before we get to the four opportunities to expand beyond being just a teacher with the four types of resilience, we're gonna start in true Marigold Forest fashion with some stories. So first question, Joel, why is building resilience, being stronger in the face of adversity, being more determined, courageous, creative, and optimistic important to you?
0: Well first when I read this book it was just powerful for me to see that a every little thing still builds resilience so like if i reach mm-hmm. my hands over my head like that's building physical resilience for example or if i smile at you that's building social resilience or all those things so first i realized like it wasn't this big daunting thing and then second it was it's important for me because if anything, I've seen in this past year, like I need this, like I need to Mm -hmm. be resilient in all these four areas. And they actually work together because it's just been a year of like so many changes, so many surprises, so many things that you can't predict. And it's almost like build resilience when you can, because you don't know when you're going to need it. You know, like, so when it's, when it's those days when like, it's, it's easier to build resilience, like get going, build your types of resiliencies. And then like be ready for anything. So, Mm -hmm. um, I always try to live by the mantra, like I don't get ready. I stay ready. And like,
1: it's been harder to do
0: that, but I'm, I'm still trying. What about you? Why has it been important for you to build resilience?
1: I think especially you said it with, with this year, especially it's been essential to have resilience because the world's throwing all these curveballs at us. But I also think that's the nature of education. Like education is such a huge beast with, we're all working so hard to, to support these students and make the world a better place, and with that, there's a lot of like messy in in the middle type stuff. Where if you don't have resilience, it's really hard to stay in education, and it's really hard to be a teacher, and it's really hard to be an effective teacher um, if you're not taking care of yourself, because then you're really not ready for those curveballs that come every day, every mm. hour, sometimes. Yeah. Um, to truly be ready, and um, I agree. Is it's been it's easier to if you're really not in feeling resilient in any area, once I, I know for myself, once I start to build some physical resilience, it helps my mental resilience. It makes it Mm. easier to build the other areas once I start going in one of the directions. So it's always helpful for me to just like start with one place and one step forward, one area, and then the others tend to follow. It makes a little bit more easy.
0: Love it. When do you struggle the most with resilience or building resilience?
1: Um, for me, it's definitely during the winter months. I think mm. that's just a plague of being in Minnesota and we live in a Northern state and it's dark, a large chunk of the year and it's cold. And um, my mental resilience is really challenging during that time. And my physical resilience falls and falls right behind. So I think for me, it's very, very much seasonal and I can feel myself ebb and flow. Even this part of this, and it, also being in education, our school year ebbs and flows. We don't just like go with this constant all year round. It's like a sprint in the beginning and now it's like a sprint at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. So um,
1: I know at the end of the year, I have to be even more intentional because it's it's hard to be resilient and there's lots of changes, but it's important. Yeah. How about you, Joel? Do you struggle to be resilient at times. And what yeah,
0: we, t- I think we talked about it last week. I think I'm going through a little bit of resilience burnout. And I think that's mm. just because I've been using these four resiliences so much that it's like, oof. and I think I struggle the most. and I'm like, I just, I don't, I can't be any more emotionally resilient right now. Like I, can- yeah. or physically resilient or mentally resilient or socially resilient. Like I just can't even talk right now. So like, I'm trying, you know, like <laughs> And it's like, the story I've always told myself is like, you can keep pushing through. And I think that um, it's important to A, realize when I just can't be as much as I want to be and B, that I, that's a sign to like, I need to slow down and actually rebuild this. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it, it can't, doing beautiful things can be an infinite thing, but you only have so much time in the day and so much mm-hmm. energy, so that is finite, and you have to be aware of it, so mm-hmm. just more for me being aware
1: yeah, and then last question, is there one type of resiliency that you're focusing? Oh no, have you had any aha moments about resiliency lately?
0: Stick um I think what I just shared, I think I realized like aha like i I think I've built up so much resilience over the years mm-hmm. that like, I'm like, I'm good. Like pandemic, what? Let's just do this. And I've realized that, oh, wait, like that's, it's a constant thing that you have to keep building. You constantly mm-hmm. have to be building your social resilience, your emotional resilience, your mental resilience, your physical resilience. And it's an ongoing practice. And to me, it used to be like this version, like it used to be a workout. It used to be mm-hmm. writing cards every day. It used to be all these things. And it's like, Okay, maybe I can't do that that high level of building resilience every day, but like what could it look like? Okay, mm-hmm. maybe it just looks like a two-minute cat nap. Maybe it just looks like yeah. one minute of asking someone how their day is going. You know, like and that's it, and that's fine. And I used to have a version of what it is. So I think my aha moment has been it doesn't have to be some big grandiose building resilience. It can be the simplest thing. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I feel better because I like just surprise someone with a little thank you card, you know. Yeah. What about you? Any aha Mine, moments?
1: Yeah, mine's been the same. Just simple. I, I tend to, I've been I don't have like a, a stable level of resilience year around, but it's just reminding myself that it's just little things that like with a workout, just physically getting to the space, even if it means you're doing a workout for two minutes and you lay on your yoga mat for the rest, like just the act of getting your body to go to that space and just start and do something um, is I'm reminding myself like, that's resilience. And yeah. every time I make those actions to like get my butt to the park and I do some jump, like then I'm going and it's easier to like keep going and snowball from that. It's just those first steps are the hardest. And I've learned that keeping it super, super simple on myself and not being myself up at what like it should look like, like who cares what it should look like? There's, that's not even a real thing. So just doing the simple things so that I feel successful and celebrating that. And then enjoying the snowball effect as I inevitably become more resilient with practice and intention.
0: Love it. Mm -hmm. And is there one type of resilience that you've been focusing on right now and why might that be?
1: Um, I think it's mental I'm I'm really focusing on mental resilience because I'm finding my like even just getting out of bed in I'm having this internal dialogue of like just get out of bed and it's like this back and forth in my head like you're making it so much harder on yourself just stop thinking about (laughs) it and just like get out of bed stop thinking about it go to the park like stop get off your phone and stop working and I I like almost fight with myself internally so I'm really focusing on like when my body t- says it's time to go, go. My brain doesn't need to be involved in this decision right now. Wow. So that's what I'm focusing on right now. Love Resilience. How about you, Joel?
0: Um, I think for me, it's social resilience. Like part of my job is just interacting with a lot of people all day long. So by the end, like I go into like my introvert shell and I'm just like, yeah. don't talk to me. And yesterday, like I was outside for dismissal and like family's like, how's it going? And I'm just like, had that split second, like, I don't want to talk right now. This is my one moment to like, just breathe fresh air and not talk. And I was like, good, you know, like, but realizing like, oh, after having that positive interaction, like I felt better and it was just fine. But I think it's more telling myself like, it's okay. You can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, It's okay to interact with people and have positive social interactions. especially when I feel so busy that I'm like, I don't have time for that, but Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's showing me that I, I want to continue to focus on that. So,
1: mm. Well, thank you so much, Joel, and everyone out there. Reflection is so important before doing any of our strategies, and building resilience is just a strategy until you connect it to your personal why and story. When you are aware of the why, it's so much easier to dive into these strategies. Sure, true change only happens with action, and that is deep work that you have to be willing and ready for. Now, Joel, let's get to those four opportunities to expand beyond being just a teacher. We'll share an opportunity, we'll share what that opportunity looks like for each of us, and we'll share why it's important to build that type of
0: resilience. Let's dig into them. And remember, it doesn't have to be a big gesture. Resilience is built over time through small actions that lead to big growth. So opportunity, number one, is mental resilience. And a refresher is mental resilience is the ability to pay attention and motivate yourself to do something that's difficult like getting out of bed in the morning Mm -hmm. so why is that important to you jesse and what does that look like
1: mine literally is going to be the getting out of bed like i'm not going to snooze my alarm anymore because it's creating more of an internal struggle than it's impacting me in a positive way so as soon as that alarm gets goes off i'm just gonna get out of bed yeah no internal debate that's that's i'm starting super small no snoozing um Yeah. And that's, it's important because the internal, I think mental resilience, especially is is the internal like struggle. That's the hardest for me. So that'll help like the tug and pull quite a bit. Yeah. So how about, how about for you, Joel, what is this first mental resilience? What does it look like for you as an important
0: Uh, Mental resilience for me looks like that strategy we've talked about in the past, which is like eating the frog and doing the hard things Uh first. Because, like, when I look at my to-do list for the day, I'm like, I see the things I'm like, "Ooh, I can't wait to do that" because it's more Mm -hmm. fun and it's just a little easier. And then the things like, "Oh, that's gonna take some a lot of mental effort to do that." And for me, it looks like just being willing to do that first Mm -hmm. thing that might be a little hard, not doing it perfectly, not completing it always like, but just saying, mm-hmm. okay, I have to do these three hard things today. What's one thing like, and that might just even be like walking outside of my office. Like that's the first step mm-hmm. in building my mental resilience. Like, yep, you can do this. And I'm like, well, as long as I'm out here, I might as well go do this thing that needs to get done. And just taking the steps to, to doing the hard thing first mm-hmm. um, and noticing like, that was just fine. And now I have enough mental energy for the whole day because I'm not distracting myself with the easier, funner things first. And then I'm like, by the time it gets and to the hard things, i like, it. Yeah. I don't have any mental energy for this. So. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Um, opportunity number two emotional resilience. What does it look like? Why is it important for you right
0: now? Well, emotional resilience, again, is that ability to evoke positive emotions mm-hmm. when you need them, like optimism, curiosity, and joy. And I think for me right now, it's important because of that curiosity piece. I think it's so easy throughout this entire year to make up stories or, or tell yourself, oh, they're doing this because of this, or they're thinking that because of me mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, emotional resilience right now looks for me at just being curious um, at what's going on around me and also being willing to like not carry everything all day long. Like I wrote mm-hmm. on my wall, it's only heavy because you're deciding over and over to carry it. So for me, emotional resilience is being curious, but also not holding on to other things like doubts or fears or anxieties or things that just aren't serving me at the time. Mm -hmm. So saying like if I was having an issue with you instead of like, oh, I'm frustrated or whatever, like I'm gonna put that aside for now and just be curious. So that's what it looks like for me with that emotional resilience. What about you?
1: I love it. Um, I think for me, it's finding those like little celebration moments and bringing more joy Mm. in these final days. Like the last like month, couple months of the school year are really hard. Like it's one foot in front of the other. It's sunny out. I'm in summer brain. Um, I know yesterday I caught myself like, well, I don't want to do this and just sluggish. And I want to just bring in more moments to celebrate with the kids and have those fun celebrations for all of like the learning that we've done this year it doesn't need to be this like drag out of the finally as of the final months of school yeah. so that's where i'm going to focus is just how can we put just a little sprinkle of fun in here it doesn't need to be anything big and crazy that i need to like wow. reinvent but like How can we, I don't know, maybe I can go around and put stickers on their summaries or something just fun to keep things more lighthearted and exciting for me and for my students.
0: Love it. And opportunity number three is around physical resilience, which is the ability to face physical challenges. Mm -hmm. So why is that important to you and what does that look like?
1: Um, well, physical. Well, I was telling Joel, you before we started this in the in the summer and in the spring, my husband and like some of my my sister and her fiance and some friends that live with us in the uptown neighborhood. We do these park workouts in a park by all of our houses. And I've never been one who's been great at push-ups, but like since we started doing it last summer, like I've never felt more strong and like fun. almost we almost do like a pull-up and there's something um there's something about just like feeling feeling physically strong and right now it's we're coming off of winter and the pushups are knee pushups right now and they're really challenging but right now for me, just getting there and doing those workouts every day. And I can see my like push-ups improving. Um, I Fun. can jump rope a little bit longer and be able to run a little bit further. And it's, it's really the mental resilience is blocking me right now a little bit, but I'm, every day that I go makes it a little bit easier and those push-ups get a little bit easier. So it's one pushup at a time, one day at a time, even if it means laying on the ground for part of the workout, I made it there. <laughs> yeah. How about for you, Joel? What does your physical resilience look like right now?
0: Um, I've always been like in my groove with like working out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So mine isn't, isn't around working out. It's more around um just noticing my body throughout the day. So like making mm-hmm. sure like I'm sitting up and I'm breathing mm-hmm. through my nose and not my mouth and like not bending over crazy to like put my shoes on whatever and like just taking care of my body and those little things throughout the day because it's almost like, In the past, I would just like go, go, go all day. And then I'm like, and then go work out. And now I'm just like, be really aware of your body, Mm. be aware of how you're sitting. When I'm walking through the halls, like breathe through my nose and take the time to just build physical resilience in a different way. That's not just like building muscle or whatever or strength, but really building the muscle of breath, building the muscle of posture. Like I said. So that's what it looks like for me. And it's it's been important because. Those are the things actually that impact me a lot more I've noticed yeah. than than for me being able to do an interval run or whatever it might be. yeah. But that consistent breath throughout the day has really impacted me. So
1: I love that. Mm. Last one, social resilience, the ability to reach out to others for help when you need it and learning to be the kind of person that others are likely to want to support and encourage. What does that look like? Why is it important, Joel?
0: Um, Social resilience for me is the ability to like get out of my little funk. So I think like anytime I'm in a little funk, the easiest and quickest thing to build my social resilience is just sharing gratitude. So writing a thank you card or surprising someone with a little something or or just saying, hey, I'm doing this for you, deal with it, unless you really don't want me to, but like, I'm going to help you with this. And just noticing that not only does it feel good for me, but supports others. And it, like you just said, it's being that person that wants to encourage others and that others want to encourage. So it, it, it goes back and forth and it can be this fun dynamic. So what Mm -hmm. about you? Why is social resilience important to you and how, what does that look like?
1: Um, I think for me, it looks, I am extremely introverted and I've said this before that I could live in a hole by myself for months at a time and be completely happy alone. (laughs) Um, and So social resilience for me looks like I know that I don't go to like the parties and the gatherings and like the bingos and all the the social events, just those are really draining for me. And I don't like being in large groups and not being able to like connect one-on-one. So for me, it looks like reaching out to people and say, Hey, do you want to go for a walk? So like Mm -hmm. this last weekend, I went for three different walks and one bike ride. And it was like all really like intentional one and a half hour sprints of tell me about your life and getting into it and being able to give that person or couple people, my like full undivided attention mm-hmm. um, and being the one to like send out the invitation. Cause I know I'm the one that says nice. no to the social gatherings a lot. So I want to be a person that people want to support and encourage. And unless I show up in some way, doesn't need to be at the bingo or whatever trivia night. It has to be in some way. So that's what it looks like for me.
0: It's beautiful. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, Marigolds, it's time for your action step. Before you do anything, make sure you take a moment to reflect on your life and which areas you truly want to build resilience. Once you identify the resilience areas you want to focus on and why you want to focus on them, write them down. It's okay to focus on one resilience opportunity or all four. Mm -hmm.
1: And putting pen to paper is so important to help you stay accountable to yourself and your resilience building. You want to get super specific with how you will be cultivating your resilience and getting a life in one or more area or in one or more of these areas. Keep it as small as you need to brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand, get outside and high five a tree, send out some thank yous, cards, texts, or DMs, or go to a playground and just swing.
0: Whatever it is, make a plan, write it down and do it. I'm a big fan of a quick two minute loving kindness meditation. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of all the opportunities around you to get a life beyond the classroom by building some resilience. Do this now. And now it's time for commitments, inspirations, and celebrations. A big part of making true change through action is setting personal commitments, checking in with each other, and celebrating all of it along the way. So, all right, Jesse, what are you committed to in the week ahead?
1: I am committed to not like fighting against a decision I already made. So, if I'm not if I'm setting my alarm and I'm not snoozing it, I'm not going to fight against that. If I made a decision nice. to go to a park workout, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to fight against the decision. I'm going to yeah. make the decision and then do it and work on my mental resilience in that way. Love it. How about you, Joel, what are you committed to?
0: Um, I'm committed to being a touch more social. So your example inspired me. And I think I might not do like three walks and a bike ride, but like maybe two walks or something like that and just be, but I like what you said of being that person who is the, is the instigator, the person who reaches out. Mm-hmm. And I always did that a lot and I haven't a lot this past year and I wanna build that. So that's what I'm committed to.
1: Beautiful um, inspirations, anything inspiring you lately?
0: Um, my inspiration is, is the inspiration for this show, which is the book super better by Jane McGonigal. And what I love about it is it really breaks down easy ways to build resilience. And it also like gamifies it and makes it really playful. So it's like, Hmm. go on these quests and build your resilience. And it, it can be really fun to do it. And it just shows that it doesn't have to be this daunting task. It can be this simple thing, like chugging a glass of water real quick Mm -hmm. and just like building, you resilient, so definitely That's recommend fun. it. Fun. What about you? What's inspiring you?
1: Uh, mine is a book that I'm coming back to. Actually, all of this additional work from like a couple of years ago. Um, the book "How Not to Die" by Dr. Michael Greger. Mm. Um, it's just a. It's so good. It's a just a book of case studies about the most common diseases in American culture and how you can kind of tackle those from just changing your diet um, and in, in incorporating more fruits and vegetables. And it's not like a diet. It's all just green light foods, what foods you really should be infusing more into your life. And um, it's really good. And it's just a bunch of case studies. And as I I think I read through the first third, I'm like, I'm on board. Now just tell me how to eat healthier. So big fan. And he also has a cookbook too, I believe out there as well, but lots of free resources.
0: Love it. And what about celebrations?
1: Um, Celebrations. I'm celebrating starting the week strong. I know I've been starting the week strong with our park workouts. So, we went yesterday Monday and sometimes Monday has been all of our like, man, let's just start tomorrow. But we started strong. We went to the park Monday, got our push-ups in and set me up for the week in a good way. So, how yeah. are you? What are you celebrating, Joel?
0: Um, the thing that came to my mind is like nothing super specific, but I just feel like I'm growing as a person, mm-hmm. as a leader and like it there's no one story that stands out, but I'm just like when I look at pictures and things I was doing a year ago. I'm like, wow, like I have really grown and I'm really just proud of that. So I'm celebrating me. So, yeah,
1: All right, everybody, you'll find everything from this episode in our show notes. And we can't say it enough on the Marigold Force podcast. True change only happens
0: with action. We'll see you next week. Bye friends.
1: You did it. Another week of prioritizing yourself and taking action. Your community needs the best you and you're bringing it.
0: If this podcast is making a huge difference in your life, consider sharing it with a friend or a colleague at your school. We're on a mission to help more teachers steer clear of burnout and we can't do it alone. Click that share button now. See you next week, dear marigolds, and keep blooming.
1: Keep blooming.